재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. On Saturdays we carve out a little time for Korea on screen. It's our chance to deconstruct Korean society and culture through the eyes of mass media, mainly films but also some other stuff. And we're joined as usual by filmmaker and Korean film commentator Wonsook Chin. Hi Wonsook. Hello. Great to have you. Well, thanks for having me again. So, uh Khan, the the famous film festival just recently wrapped up about a week ago. Yes. I I assume you flew there on your jet with a bucket of champagne and rubbed uh, elbows. Yeah. Yes, I was uh, not hobnobbing with. No, just kidding. I didn't go there. <laughs> But we don't have to go there anymore because on social media everybody talks about Cannes Film Festival, so uh-huh. it's almost as if I was there. <laughs> so you're up to date on on some of the buzz from there. Uh, yes, uh, this year, I mean, uh, several Korean films, South Korean films, uh, was shown there. Okay, uh, and of course, uh, uh, Okja. Yeah, uh, Okja is the big one. Yes, and then uh, the day after, a film by Hong Sang Soo. Uh, they were both in competition, so. Uh, we were very, very excited and uh, curious about how those films are going to be uh, received. Unfortunately, uh, you know, neither film won any award. Um, we had high hopes for Okja, especially uh, yeah. because it's a Bong Joon Ho's new film. But uh, even though they didn't win any award, uh, they were well received. But you know the controversy about Okja continued in Cannes Film Festival. Okja, just in case you've been living in a cave for the last month or so, it's this—it's this movie about this gigantic. What is it? A pig? It's a super pig. It's it, a super pig. Yeah, and it becomes this boy's friend, and uh, it's a girl's, uh, girl's a, a friend. young girl. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, and so it's this heartwarming kind of tale, and then you know the mass market tries to catch up with them. It's—it's it's almost like a modern day ET. That's correct. That's correct. And uh, and uh, Tilda Swinton plays the villain or the CEO. Of this, uh, mm. uh, some kind of food company yeah. uh, that actually developed uh, this super pig uh, named Okja, uh-huh. and so there's these, uh, you know, the girl wants wants to take her, you know, friend back, and then there's the uh, animal activists, you know, who are very militant. So it's very, it's an action adventure film, and uh, this film was uh, financed by. Can I say it? Netflix? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, Netflix. A handful of companies like Netflix, Amazon, and so forth right, are, right. are getting out of the sort of uh, distributor space and into the original content space. Yes. So it's uh, sort of a headline that yes. that this is a major motion picture put out by Netflix. And the controversy was that uh, the in Cannes, uh, the French Theater uh, uh, Association, they had strong objections to these films, which were basically uh, financed and uh, showing on on streaming sites. Ah. Because it's perceived as breaking the usual rules, or yes, because it's not it's not movie. You know, if it's not playing in movie theaters, it's not a movie. That's what ah. they're saying. And then in France, they have this strict rule that uh, you have to have a movie uh, screen in movie theaters, and uh, after thirty six months, it can then uh, premiere on the streaming sites. All right, let's pause for a second here. You, as a filmmaker, want to step into that, those shoes for a minute. How do you feel about that? I mean. I have mixed feelings. I think if if it's a film and you made it and you told a story, it's a film. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can sort of see where they're coming from in the sense of tradition of showing films in a movie theater and having actual ticket sales be sort of a a meter stick for a film success. How do you feel? Well, I mean, I have mixed feelings. I mean, I'm still like trying to figure out like what it means. I mean, obviously, uh, these uh, platforms are definitely disruptor. Yeah, uh, they're definitely, definitely uh, uh, destroying this whole, you know, revolution, revolutionizing the ecosystem. Now, film from a filmmaker's point of view, this is great. It's we wonderful. have a, yeah, I mean, uh, Bong Joon Ho, 
the reason he decided to work with them is because they gave him the budget he wanted and he got the final cut so that he can make the movie he wanted to make. Now, for him, of course, as a filmmaker, you want to, you know, you want your film to show uh, in movie theaters, but if not, okay, you know, most people are going to watch your film on your computer screen or television or, or a little smartphone. So be it. If you carry out the fears of these con sort of traditionalists all the way to the end, you could picture the streaming services of the world basically crushing movie theaters. There's no need to go and sit in a big auditorium together and watch something. Do you fear that actually would happen? Do you think that uh, movie theaters are under threat? I think the movie theaters will, you know, continue uh, uh, existing. Mm. Uh, it's just like in a way, uh, it will it'll evolve. I think that uh, they're going to show pretty much all the blockbuster movies uh, yes. because you want to see them on the big screen with a great sound. Absolutely. Uh, and maybe there will be some uh, also theaters uh, catering to these uh, adults, not adults. <laughs> I yeah. mean, by like these uh, grown very, up sensibilities. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, not adult movies, but uh, movies for <laughs> grown ups, adults, you know. Some people want to see them on the big screen as well. So. I think that the medium-sized movies are going to be all pretty much uh, financed and, uh, uh, you know, consumed on these uh, digital platforms. I mean, they've been warning about the death of movie theaters since uh, VHS tapes first came out, right? Yes. So I think uh, movie theaters have been remarkably resilient. Mm -hmm. I guess that's all we have to say about Okja and the disruption factor of uh, digital streaming services and movies, right? Yes, and but uh, in Cannes, uh, you know, we talked about these films, the Korean films, where there are other Korean films which were screened, and uh, two of them really stood out. These two films I'm going to talk about mm. uh, that was shown in midnight uh, uh, movie section. Oh, that usually means they're a bit grittier. Yep, a little violent or a little like has a little cult uh, status. Mm-hmm. These two movies uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the merciless. And the villainous, the villainous, I haven't seen it, so I'm actually not going to talk about it, but I, I'm going to mention it. I want to clarify: the merciless is one title, and the villainous is another, because the merciless and the villainous would be an excellent one. That is title. a great title. So maybe we should make a movie called "The Merciless and the Villainous." Exactly, but those are two separate movies. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, the merciless as Korean title is a Pulhandang, and it's uh, uh, this sort of uh, popular Korean genre uh, film noir. Okay. I'm sure that you you know what uh, film noir is. Just contextualize it for us. When I hear noir, I think of uh, gumshoe detectives and uh, murder and crime uh, or, you know, darker. Yeah, kind it's of a themes. crime thrillers. Um, you know, in the United States, uh, they were usually like, usually you have a detective, you know, who is hired by this uh, mysterious uh, client and then and you de- uncover. I knew she was trouble from the minute <laughs> she walked in. Yes, she's a femme fatale. And uh, you have that, uh, uh, you know, that's like the sort of tradition of a film noir genre. But, you know, it also evolved and... Uh, in the 90s, uh, Hong Kong cinema uh-huh. really adapted this uh, genre and they made it on their own. Uh, so we have this Hong Kong uh, noir. Uh, Which deals with what? Well, I mean, it's usually cops and uh, gangsters. Mm-hmm. and then. But, you know, you have filmmakers like John Woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made these great films uh, such as uh, Better, uh, Better, uh, Better Tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, The Killer, Hard Boiled. You know, so these are really uh, influential uh, films. Of course, in these films, they're not, nothing is subtle. Got Everything it. is over the top, you know, very uh, melodramatic. And then you got, you know, shootout with like hundreds, you know, hundreds of people. <laughs> Gun standoffs, things like that. Mm-hmm. So we got a little taste of Korean noir in the form of the merciless 
Yeah, the merciless. So in a way, this merciless is a Korean film noir uh, in the sort of uh, traditional sense. Uh, you know, Korea also uh, in the past like decade, uh, we started doing our own sort of noir film, and of course, we can talk about uh, Park Chanuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who did films like Old Boy, uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, uh, Lady Vengeance. You know, these are very kind of Korean uh, crime thrillers. Uh, Old Boy would fall into noir as far as you're concerned. I, you know, it's not like typical noir, but yeah, I guess in a broader sense, it mm. is a part of noir. Uh, and then, of course, you have films like Memories of Murder and Bittersweet Life. Uh, mm. These are uh, films by Bong Juno and, um, and, and Kim Ji-un. And of course, I Saw the Devil, uh, which is a very super violent film, but it became a kind of cult classic around the world. Now, that tradition continued, and uh, this new film, The Merciless, the Korean title is Purhandang. Purhandang. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, it, means, it means, like, I guess a bad guy? I don't know. It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> is it like a demon kind of figure? No, it's just, it's just like a, um, some, someone who's like low class, like a, yeah, like a scum, you know? Okay. Thug. Thug, yeah, yeah. So that's okay. that's what it means. But The Merciless is a film by a uh, director named Pyeon Sang Hyun. Okay. And uh, he's a relatively new filmmaker. He's, he's done a couple of films. And it stars uh, Seo Gyeonggu and Im Shiwan. Im Shiwan is this uh, pretty boy, uh, boy band, K-pop person. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm afraid for him when he meets up with the merciless guy. No, but but he's he's not a pretty boy in this film. He's, he's just like really kind of uh, merciless. Ah, uh, he's merciless. Got <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, well, everybody's merciless in this film. That's why it's called The Merciless. And in this film, it's basically it's about two uh, criminals. Uh, they meet in prison. Uh, and uh, uh, Cheho, uh, played by uh, Seo Gyeonggu, is a you know kind of a, a veteran gangster, and he starts noticing this young punk, you know, played by this pretty boy uh, Im Shiwan. Okay, and uh, he's a very good fighter, and uh, he beats a bully inside the prison. So like Cheho takes him under his wing, like, oh, you're good. I, I see the potential. I'm gonna make you my protege. And then, but you know, there's some secret, you know, behind this as a boy, and uh, you know, they come out of the prison and they have. This this oh, crime organization they're part of and there's this whole intrigue you know there's a little betrayal you know it's typical but um, a very fascinating sort of a, a tale of these uh, gangsters it sounds to me yeah like a, a bad guy buddy movie almost kind of a Scorsese-ish kind of thing y- y- yes also kind of a uh, you know when you watch this you, it, it will remind you of the kind of the departed you mm. know, directed by uh, Martin Scorsese which is a, a remake of a Hong Kong film called The Inferno Affairs ah really did you watch the original film? I heard of Infernal Affairs. I never uh, saw it, but it's uh, really, yeah. really good film. So it was big. Definitely. I was in Hong Kong, I think, when it was uh, kind of big. It's sometimes it's hard to watch those uh, films, local films, you know, because you don't have subtitles and right. Uh, the, the language is a bit of a thing, and there is so much uh, cultural baggage that a film mm-hmm. carries with it, and that's kind of the point of of reaching into these films is we can sort of unpack some some a little bit of the cultural stuff. So, I mean, this is clearly a distinctively Korean. Film. It is a Korean about. film. Uh, it is uh, heavily influenced by the Hong Kong noir, like mm. I said before. You can tell the filmmaker grew up in this Hong Kong noir, you know, when he was uh, coming of age. But he definitely made it very local. I mean, the film uh, uh, takes place in Busan, and uh, it really kind of uh, captures the whole colorful the setting. You know that it's a port town, so you have these Russian sailors, you've got this uh, Russian mafia. A little, sometimes it's a little bit over the top. There's a it, it the, the the film has a, a scene of like a Russian uh, club in Busan. I'm like, wow, you know, that's like the 
that's a great looking club. You know, I, I wish it really existed, but um, but that's of course, you know, the filmmaker made that up. And um, the film, you know, it, it has a great performance by these uh, two actors, and uh, the production value is very high. It's a very very entertaining film. Uh, unfortunately, the film uh, didn't do well in at the box office in Korea. The filmmaker created a little controversy uh, by talking some um, uh, misogynist uh, remarks on, okay. on Twitter, yeah, and uh, and uh, and because of that, the, the audience members uh, decide to boycott the film. Well, hopefully that blows over, or he makes an apology, and then people can kind of take in the film on its merits. We've got a little bit of time left, and I want to get at least one more movie in. You came in with kind of a pack of movies that we should uh, talk sure. about. <laughs> let's let's jump to the next one. All right, so I'm going to talk about a movie called The Master. The master and the uh, Korean for that is uh, master. <laughs> not hard to remember. Okay, no. So the master is uh, 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 not to be confused with uh, the master uh, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, uh, but this is a film about. Uh, it's another crime thriller, and um, but this is a financial thriller. Oh, a financial thriller, a yeah. bit of uh, like the um, what, what's that movie, The Insiders, or the the guys on the inside? I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah, with a uh, Danger Washington. Yeah, yeah, yes, like a Spike Lee movie. Mm -mm -mm. It's a little bit like that, but this is a movie about a uh, uh, anti-corruption ins investigator who, who is uh, closing on this uh, sort of the CEO of this multi-level marketing company. Interesting. Yes, this a pyramid scheme. Yeah, so oh, yeah. they almost always are, aren't they? Uh -huh. But this time, I'm, sh I'm sure they've made this into a real noir kind of character, and uh, so it's sort of a cat and mouse game between the investigator and the the the, the bad guy, right? Yeah, and the bad guys are played by Lee Byung Hun, a uh, great great Korean actor, hugely global now yes. in his appeal. He's become a, a truly global breakout star, mm -hmm. and he's he's excellent in this film as this really really shady uh, uh, villain. Um, also very charismatic and you can see like his charisma you know is the reason why this multi-level uh, marketing company is so successful but he's definitely trying to rip off everybody and trying to get away with like a three billion dollars and then this cop and then you know he's trying he recruits uh, one of these inside men and to work on uh, with him on on basically capturing the guy uh, very and then uh, part of the film takes place in the Philippines really really uh, entertaining film uh, it came out last year, actually, amidst this whole political upheaval in Korea, and it did really well. Uh, ah. And so I'm sure that it's available probably on some, some sort of a digital platform, so you should definitely check it out. When corruption and shady financial dealings are on the minds of people generally, I imagine uh, that a movie of this kind uh, would hit a nerve, you know, uh, be even more popular than it would be. Mm -hmm. Lee Byung-hun, he's, of course, the bad guy with Cobra in the G.I. Joe movies, right? That's correct. And then uh, The Magnificent Seven. Uh huh. Uh huh. The remake of a magnificent. Is he a bad seven. guy in that one? I haven't seen. No, that. no, no. He's not a. He's he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Korean cowboy. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so many of those. Um. So it's got that star power, I guess. Mm hmm. And it pulls people in because of that. Uh, and this one, even though it's sort of a, a little bit more of a uh, modern financial thriller, you would still file this under noir. Definitely, yes. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier a movie called The Villainous. We've got about one minute. Uh, did oh. you want to just uh, yes. touch on so, that real so, quick? So this film opens uh, next week. I'm really looking forward to this film. And this is a, a, a film about, it's a rare sort of action flick with a female lead. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I saw the trailer and she kicks 
butt. <laughs> <laughs> is she kicking butt in a good way or a... Oh, very. I mean, it's really definitely you You want to see... I mean, definitely it's one of the most... You know, for me, like, I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. So you don't often see a, a female action lead. That's a relatively rare thing. I, I, it I, is rare, uh, both in the U.S. and Korea. And in the U.S., you have Wonder Woman now. Ah, yeah. Uh, that's doing uh, well over or around the world. And now in Korea, we have our sort of our answer to uh, Wonder Woman. Is she like a police figure or what? I think she's an assassin in this film. Uh-huh. So she was trained kind of like a La Femme Nikita. Sure. Kind of, yeah. So here's this woman who was trained by, I guess, the government. It's it's uh, not clear uh, from the trailer. And uh, she's uh, trying to take a revenge. And uh, of course, she knows how to how to you know, how to punch and how to kick butt. <laughs> kind, <laughs> kind of an eon flux type. It uh, sounds like. Or what's the um, Black Widow in the Avengers? Maybe she's a little bit like that. Y- yes, and I heard that the director got the inspiration uh, when he watched uh, Mad Max: uh, Fury Road. Yeah, so I guess there are more female action leads than I had thought of, and I I did think that Matt, the Mad Max movie last year with Charlize Theron uh, was. Um, it, it got less attention than it deserved because I thought it was a superb film. Oh, on, it is. It's on a, a whole lot of levels. Excellent film and a lot of filmmakers were definitely inspired and encouraged. Oh, let's make a movie about female action hero. All right. There are a lot of new movies out there, it sounds like. I think everybody's going to rush to see Okja. Then there's The Merciless and The Villainess. Or, 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 or you don't rush or you just stay home and watch it. Or you it. <laughs> just stay home and uh, turn up the air conditioning. Wansuk Chin, our film expert, thanks for coming in. It's been great to talk to you. All right, thank you. And Koreascape is back in just a moment with Planet Korea and a little trip to the fish market.